What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we are marching rapidly up our list as we are doing our recaps and look-aheads for every single team in the major leagues. We have the San Francisco Giants, and then after that, that just leaves us with, with the final four. So the Giants, the Giants had a wonderful season in 2021. They really did, and it came to an abrupt halt, not really for any any kind of choke or anything. They just ran into the Dodgers in the NLDS. They just it was the luck of the draw or bad luck of the draw. This is a team that won 107 games in the regular season. Nobody saw that coming in 2021. They had a rough 2020. Nobody expected such a dramatic change in play. I mean, their offseason wasn't really anything special. Their biggest acquisition was Kevin Gosman after he accepted their qualifying offer, but then they went out and got Tommy LaStella, Anthony DeSquafania, Alex Wood. But after starting the season hot, the Giants never let go of the rope, and they finished the year as the best team in the majors. Like I said, 107 wins and 55 losses. So it just seemed like everything went right for the 2021 Giants. They have their core group of players. I remember when they got hot early in the season, one thing I noticed was that they had a bounce back from the renaissance guys you know the renaissance you know a rebirth it's like buster posey brandon crawford brandon belt the old guard of that giants lineup really showed up to play in 2021 and they looked really good they looked like themselves and they all had all-star worthy seasons and then you had other acquisitions during the season that ended up being very good lamont wade he ended up being fantastic out there in the outfield for the Giants, played a little bit outfield, played some first base, and he was up all year and ended up having a lot of really clutch late game hits throughout the season. Then they made a splash at the deadline, acquiring former MVP Chris Bryant from the Cubs. So the Giants just had a lot going for them in 2021, and a lot of good things happened. A lot of good things happened. They thrived pitching. They thrived hitting they thrived in every aspect don't really need to get too much into it but that's i mean you have the best record in baseball you're doing everything right you, you don't win 107 games unless you are doing absolutely everything right so i would say their best overall player though was brandon crawford in 2021 you could definitely make the case for posey you could even make the case for gosman on the mound but i would give the edge to brandon crawford he ended the year with a 139 weighted runs created plus and a career high wins above replacement of five and a half. So B-Craw, you know, like I said, it was a renaissance. These guys were having really good years, but B-Craw had the best year of his career at the age of 34. As a matter of fact, as I record this right now, it is his 35th birthday. So happy birthday to Brandon Crawford. But you're talking about a guy who in, in his mid-30s should be on the decline, but no, turned in an all-star season, turned back the clock, won a gold glove, was fourth in MVP voting. Great stuff for Brandon Crawford. And I believe they they did give him an extension. Yeah, they gave him a contract extension, and he's going to be staying a couple more seasons at least in San Francisco because, obviously, if he's playing this well, he's going to keep – he's going to continue to be the shortstop. So but Brandon Crawford is probably their, their best player, and he was, like I said, gold glove, so great defensively as well. Relief pitcher of the year was Tyler Rogers. So I mean, starting pitcher of the year was obviously Kevin Gosman. I kind of alluded to that. Um, 
don't want to let me not let me not shortchange him. So Gosman, he threw 33 games on the year and finished with a 2.81 ERA, and he was fantastic. Ended up parlaying that into a nice, nice big contract in the offseason. Ended up signing with the Toronto Blue Jays. So Kevin Gosman, you know, he accepted that qualifying offer, and now he's you know, after after a showcase year. Now he's going to Toronto with Robbie Ray. He's gonna, I'm sorry, Robbie Ray is going to the Mariners. Um, he's he's going to Toronto anyway, and no, he's gonna pitch up up north there, and enjoy that, enjoy that nice contract on a winning team. But um, if we move on to relief pitcher of the year, Tyler Rogers. So the Giants had a very strong bullpen, and they had a bunch of strong arms. But throughout the whole season, Tyler Rogers was their best. This was his third year in the big leagues, and he pitched in 80 games and finished the year with a 2.22 ERA. He also finished the season with 13 saves. So even though he's not a very strikeout-heavy pitcher, he was still able to come out of the pen and dominate, which is interesting in today's game. You know, most of the good relievers are, are high-octane, high-strikeout kind of guys, but that's not Tyler Rogers. You know, he, he's the guy with, you know, a funky delivery, a really um, unorthodox arm angle coming at you with the submarine. But he was really good. And, of course, comeback player of the year was Buster Posey. So he, he took off the 2020 season due to, due to the pandemic. He opted out. He had a great 2021. I think just taking the season off helped him to heal from some of the injuries he had been playing through. That hip injury he had been playing through you know, a couple years ago didn't seem to be as much of an issue in 2021. He was able to turn on that inside fastball. He had a phenomenal season with the bat. Fantastic. 304 batting average, 140 OPS plus, 18 homers. And even after missing about a third of the season, he was still the best catcher in the National League. And Buster Posey, you're talking about a guy who's going to be in the Hall of Fame in five years because he retired after the season and, uh, you know, came as a bit of a surprise to the baseball world. But, you know, he went out on, on good terms, went out with a really good season. So he was definitely their comeback player of the year. So what's next for the San Francisco Giants? Even though they surprised the baseball world in 2021, it really doesn't mean 2022 is going to be the same because they're losing a lot of talent. They lost Gosman already. They lost Posey. You know, they, they're probably going to lose more. You know, you know, you have other guys. Uh, Brian, Chris Bryant's a free agent. The list goes on. So 2021, I don't want to say it was a flash in the pan, but it, it was definitely their chance. And uh, they, they just ran into a, a tough Dodgers team in that one-game playoff. And, and that... I'm sorry, it was not a one-game playoff. They ran into a tough Dodgers team in the NLDS, and that's just a tough series whenever you're playing L.A. And uh, it ended up being close, but, hey, it's tough. It's tough. So we'll see what they can do in 2022, but I think Farhan Zaidi has work cut out for him. After this lockout ends, he needs to go out and replace a bunch of guys. He needs to replace a bunch of guys who left. I mean, with Posey gone, Joey Bart will probably probably be their catcher. He's the... You know, the next in line. He's been up in the big leagues before, but, you know, spent most of his time in AAA. Now he's going to be the starting catcher. He was, the, you know, their top pick out of Georgia Tech a few years ago and has a lot of, you know, good reviews and great scouting reports from down in the minor league. So we'll see what he what he becomes. And um, Logan Webb was also really good. Um, you know, he was definitely he was their second best pitcher in the, you know, on the year. And towards the end of the year, he ended up being phenomenal. We saw him in the playoffs looking really well. He's going to you know, pick up more of the load. He's proven he can pitch really well in the big leagues, but he'll continue to develop. So 
you'll you'll go from there and, and see what happens. But um, yeah, they have they have. I think on the pitching side, they'll be they'll be just fine. Um, that's not really an issue. Desclafani, I believe Desclafani returned. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, let me double check that real quick. Yeah, he he returned on a three year deal with the Giants, so he'll be back. And he was a he was a big piece of their rotation, kind of an underrated grab. And same with Alex Wood. He's he's gonna be back next year too. So their pitching's gonna be fine. I would say it's just filling the holes in the lineup left by, you know, by Posey leaving, Chris Bryant probably leaving. And, you know, it's, it's gonna be tough like that. But Giants can do it. I mean, one oh seven wins leaves a lot of wiggle room for, you know, even though you, you might lose many less games, you would still you would still lose twenty few like twenty games more. Like twenty games more than they did last year and still be a, a winning team, like an above 500 record. Obviously, that's not going to be enough to win the division, but just showing you just how much wiggle room they have. If they if they win 97 games instead of 107, that's still a phenomenal season. So you see where I'm going with this. But yeah, so that is what we have for today. That's going to do it for the San Francisco Giants. If you enjoyed this, please share it to someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection. Mm-hmm.